Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Now, Roman Gabriel III. Oh, welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Following us on AFR.net streaming, as well as AFR Talk app. And, of course, over 150 cities across the country you can follow. So it's always great to have you in. Uh, we've got two great guests for you tonight. Um, coming in next will be the backup quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, a great young man. Looking forward to visiting with him. Taylor Heineke will join us. And, of course, with the draft going on this week in the NFL, uh, perfect timing, so we'll talk a little football with him. But first, uh, coming in our show, uh, this young lady is a singer-songwriter. Um, climbing up uh, the ladder in country and pop uh, singing. She's from our local area in Raleigh, North Carolina, and has an incredible story. Uh, we're going to find out a lot more about her. Kaylin Roberson is with us, uh, country western singer and writer. Kaylin, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Hey, it's awesome! Awesome to have you on the show. Um, you and I, you and I have a, a, a fellow friend. Um, you were on uh, Good Morning Charlotte, I think, a little ways back, and uh, a good friend of mine who played with the Green Bay Packers is a regular on our show. Uh, Eugene Robinson co-hosts, so I hope you had a good time down there on on TV. Eugene was hilarious. I loved interviewing with him. He is. He's got a big time personality, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you're born here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Go to 17 years old. I mean, uh, that's not unusual for a country western singer, for a pop singer to start out early. But uh, tell tell me about uh, what it's like to be in the in the business of music and and going to high school. Uh, it's definitely a challenge. I will tell you that to try to balance the whole high school thing with my music. Um, I've been basically homeschooled. I do online school since I was 14 when I started uh, touring the country on an anti-bullying tour in which I go city to city, state to state, school to school, talking to kids every single day um, that are close to my age about bullying and how to overcome things, and I use my story to inspire them. But uh, it's definitely been a challenge to take school on the road with me and try to keep up and try to make good grades, especially because my parents are definitely sticklers on making good grades, so, but I'm doing it, so. Okay, one of the things that interests me about you uh, is when you look at the pop scene and the culture scene, you know, our program, we have entertainers. In fact, we just had a country western band um, uh, that we know, J- Runaway June, I'm sure you've heard of. Yeah, um, I actually write with a guy who plays who plays on one of their songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Jennifer Wayne is a friend of mine. And, of course, her grandfather was the famous John Wayne, the movie actor, which was long before you. But uh, for guys my age, he was, he, was, he was about as good as it got when it come to movies. But I love country western. I've got a good friend, some friends of mine that work in the business. Um, what's interesting to me about the country western business, uh, Kaylin, in terms of music is um, it just seems to be a very tight community. Um, community Absolutely. service and re- being a role model seems to be important to almost all of those guys and gals that I meet. So tell me, tell me, is that a part of what you're all about in choosing country and pop uh, to be a role model? That is exactly what I'm all about. Uh, so a little backstory about myself. When I was nine years old, I was attacked by a family dog. It was a black lab. And uh, I ended up having facial reconstruction, and I was in the hospital for four days and I was on life support, and uh, I've always loved to do music, but the moment that that happened to me, I noticed that 
music was something that could really heal my soul. And when I came back home, um, I was out of school for a few weeks, and I set up my little camera <laughs> in my house and literally just every single day recorded videos of me singing Miley Cyrus covers or whatever it was. But that was when I knew that I could use music for something good. And ever since then, I've been touring the country, talking to kids who have similar struggles, and using my music to help inspire them to stay strong. And uh, I visit schools, and not only do I visit schools, I also visit children in hospitals. So I actually had the pleasure to recently tour the St. Jude's Hospital the other day. And uh, it's just so inspiring to see that music can really affect the lives of these kids. Kaylin Roberson is with me. She's singer-songwriter, country and pop singer. And, um, Kaylin, that's very exciting to hear because, you know, I have a daughter and I have six grandkids and um, four of those are girls. And um, the thing that, that I want for, for my family is I want them to have positive role models. And I speak to kids in schools uh, through a drug and alcohol education program across the state of North Carolina. I've been doing it for six years. And one of the things I hear from kids today is, is, they talk about the fact that um, many of them think that they don't have hope. Many of them think that because of circumstances in their lives or because of situations that have happened to them, uh, that they can't reach their dreams and goals. And so many yeah. of them, you know, follow uh, what I would call questionable people in terms of their character. And uh, I see that you're modestly dressed, um, although you're cool. Um, but but <laughs> I see that you care about the way that you the way that you portray yourself um, not only to to people in the business but also to young people and uh, we desperately need those positive role models people who say you know what you can be a good person you can be cool uh, but you can do the right thing exactly and I think that's the thing that a lot of a lot of teenagers can't understand is that you don't necessarily have to get involved with all the negative things and follow the negative role models to be to be cool to be somebody and uh that's something that i definitely try to show them on the tours you know i'm doing i'm doing big things and i'm following my dreams and i still have tons of friends and stuff that i connect with and you know but i don't do all of these all of those negative things which high school is really really hard uh to go through because there's a lot of peer pressure with that stuff but it's definitely important for me to be a good role model to other people. Well, we're going to listen to just a little tad of uh, of a, a song called "Survive" that you you write and sing, and uh, we'll get we'll get your thoughts on it. All right. Are you tend to lose your will to fight when you say that you have done all that you can? No, don't back down because this is not the Gotta learn to get back on your feet again. Even if you're sad, just make a smile. You know, uh, you've got a real melodic sound, but uh, it, it, there's it takes a real talent to be a writer as well as a, a, a singing songs. Because a lot of the people that I know in the business, they just have people bring songs to them, and they pick the ones yeah. that feel right to them, and they sing them. But uh, tell me about how you became a songwriter and this 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 song survive. Uh, does this have yeah. something to do with that that accident when you were nine years old? Oh, completely. It has to do with that accident. Um, I actually wrote I actually wrote the song survive when I was fourteen years old. So uh, it's been a while since I wrote that, but that gives you an idea of how long I've been 
trying to write. And, uh, yeah, so I have a saying that I try to tell other people to use whenever they're, you know, feeling down or feeling hopeless. I tell them to stand strong and strive to survive. And uh, with those words, I said, I need to write a song <laughs> so that people can really relate to my saying and really get it stuck in their head. And so uh, at the age of 14, I decided to write that song and um, sing it at some of these schools. And ever since then, I just keep writing about whatever is happening throughout my life. Kaylin Roberson is here with us, singer, songwriter, country and pop singer from Raleigh, North Carolina. She's got a very bright future, and uh, she has a very positive message to give. And I know our audience here at American Family Radio Parents, this is the kind of young lady uh, that you want your uh, kids to follow and you want them to, to get involved with. And if you want to do that, go to Kaylin Roberson. That's K-A-Y-L-I-N, Roberson, R-O-B-E-R-S-O-N.com. Her website's really cool. Uh, and I love what she just talked about, you know, Kaylin, in terms of uh, that whole uh, stand strong, strive and survive. Uh, she's got a really cool T-shirt that uh, I'd love to have one of those, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's just really cool. Um, these are the kind of things that kids need to hear today, that um, that you, you need perseverance, that you need to be strong, that you also um, have another song uh, that I really liked. Uh, called yeah. Life Must Go On. So we'll hear a little bit of that and see, see, see what your thoughts of that are. Knowing that it's not, no it's not. It's just a new beginning. It's the start. Life Must Go On. And um, when I speak to kids in schools, and I know you do too in concerts and going into speaking to yeah. junior high and high school kids, um, one of the things that this generation, I'm sure you've dealt with and in your life is a lot of kids tend to hang on uh, to mistakes. They tend to hang on to failures rather than seeing the failure as a, as a way to a get up and yeah. learn from it and move forward, right? Absolutely. And I even too, like I face that every single day, you make a mistake as a as a teenager and you think that, you know, it's the end of the world. And so that song, again, I wrote when I was 14 or 15, um, basically just saying, like, don't dwell on all the negative things that happen in your life. You know, life does go on, the world keeps spinning, the sun's still going to come up tomorrow, uh, that kind of thing. So, yeah, thank you so much for finding interest in that song. And you can find that video, actually, on my YouTube. If you just look up Kaylin Robertson, you'll find my channel and that music videos on there. And Kaylin, you know, one, one of the things I was going to ask you is, um, you know, you have somebody like Carrie Underwood, who's been such a great role model for, for up, up and coming singers, a strong faith-based young lady, uh, role model, likes to make a difference in people's lives. Um, who are some of your influences? Because I know that you know, somebody like Taylor Swift, who's been a great example to a lot of young ladies, who's a songwriter. Oh, yeah. Well, as uh, you just mentioned it, Carrie Underwood is definitely a big influence in my life and uh my parents always you know make sure that I watch her career path and watch what she's doing because they really want me to follow in those same kind of footsteps you know the biggest thing for a musician is it's hard to stay grounded and to maintain you know faithful and that's something that my parents have definitely taught me to do is stay grounded no matter what happens and uh, not only Carrie Underwood, there's some pop artists, too, that I believe, you know, are strong and faith-based. 
and never forget, you know, where they came from. And one of my favorites, as crazy as it sounds, um, is Justin Timberlake. I really, really? I really just love his. He can yeah, sing. I love his personality. I love that he is, even though he's pop, he still has that, you know, country kind of heart. You know, he connects with other artists and writes for other artists and always helps other people out. Kaylin Robertson is with us, country western pop singer, singer songwriter, 17 years old from Raleigh, North Carolina, and got a lot of great things going on. And um, one of the things that I wanted to uh, ask you after reading your story, Kaylin, was, you know, when you have something as traumatic as as that dog attack that happened to you uh, when you were nine years old at a, at a very young age, is, you know, I I talk to young people all the time about you know reaching your God-given potential, understanding that God has a plan for your life, no matter no matter how things go down, that that God has a bigger plan and wants to show you that. And it sounds like to me that uh, you came back from a horrific situation and have taken uh, that situation, which was a tough one. Uh, and yeah. turned your eyes towards how you can use that to help others. And I see that you're involved with a program called DogOnSafe.com, where you're the spokesperson. Tell me about that. So Dog on Safe is an organization that um, provides awareness and education to kids and families all around the world to protect themselves from, you know, dangerous dogs. And they educate them on how to... You know, their their motto is stand like a tree and stay still and avoid the dog being scared and attacking you. And so I used to do little educational clips and send them out to them uh, so that families don't have to encounter what my family had to encounter. And so that's definitely another example of the way that I've used my personal story to help others. Last song that I want to play, uh, you know, was another one that I really like because I talk to students a lot about giving your very best and about how important it is to uh, give all you have and to have passion about what you do. So we're going to play a little bit of a song called 100% for you. Okay. I should have known when I pass you by to keep my distance from you. You know, Kaylin, one of the things that I talk to kids about, and I'm sure you do too, and you have to do it in your own life, is you know who yeah. you choose to hang around and who you choose to be your friends says a lot about who you are. Absolutely. Surrounding yourself with good people is definitely what keeps you grounded. And I try to do that myself and in my personal life. I try to surround myself with good, genuine people. Kaylin Roberson, uh, very quickly, about 10 seconds, Kaylin, where are you going to be? What's what's up next? Uh, what's up next is I'm going to be writing and recording. I'm actually recording today. So you can find my music on www.kaylinroberson.com or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is also Kaylin. Kaylin, thanks very much. Appreciate you being. Good luck with everything going forward.
I mean, Taylor Heineke from the Vikings is with us, and uh, you guys had the roller coaster going this year. I mean, five in a row, lost five, but most of the time you'll get a chance, but you had a chance to get in the playoffs at the end. The roller coaster started before the season even started. Uh, you know, it was about a week before the season started. Teddy goes down with a you know very gruesome injury, and um, and so we're we're sitting there without a you know starting quarterback yeah. kind of as I, mean, I guess you could say. And we go out and get Sam Bradford, and uh, I can't even start to try and fathom what he was going through, trying yeah. to learn a different playbook in a week. Yeah. And uh, so Sean started off the year, uh, got us the win at Tennessee. Sam came in against on Sunday night, you know, our home opener at the new stadium against the Packers. Goes out and has, Lit it up. Has a great game. Um, and we have a great next three, four weeks. And then we have a bye week and we come back against Philly and Philly beats us and it, it kind of goes downhill from there. Um, whether it was offensive line injuries, um, you know, Norv kind of stepping down halfway through the season. Which is rough too, your coordinator. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we have Coach Zimmer before the uh, Dallas game um, having to get eye surgery. Um, you know, just so many different. So it's things. fair to say that this was a adversity-filled year every way possible. Oh, absolutely. And again, we're not making excuses, right? But looking for next year, looking at next year, we're like, you know what? We had we were eight and eight last year. We had a chance to get in the playoffs, and with everything that just happened to us, you know, we kind of look at that as a positive thing. No, um, it's it, what's Teddy's situation? Now, you know, I was I was around Teddy all year. Um, it looked like he was getting better and better, and I just saw reports. You know, recently it's saying he might be out for the whole 2017 season. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I but, know, but, but definitely you're going to have to have somebody. You know, Bradford's going to have to get ready for the season. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're probably going to bring in another guy yeah. or two, um, just in case. It'll be interesting to see how Sam does with the offense under his belt. That'll help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, he had a great year for what he he was dealt, and um, I thought he made the best of what he had and. Again, I, he's one of the best quarterbacks I've been around. He's very smart. He can he can sling the ball around. Well, his problem is he's just he hadn't been able to stay healthy. He's just had some tough tough breaks early mm-hmm. on in his career. You know when he got drafted by the Rams because he, they they loved him. I mm-hmm. mean, but every time he got it going, he he went out. But this year, I, he he was able to stay healthy and he took some shots. But he was tough. Yeah, he was a, he was a trooper this year. Yeah, he got, he got hit. He got hit hard a couple times and I didn't think I, he could get up from it and he just got up and kept playing he's a, he's a trooper so um, you know a lot of guys gain a lot of respect from him yeah. through that way and again just the way he, he dealt with all the adversity he's a, he's a professional and uh, so, he's someone to look up to for sure so Taylor you know when you came in the league a couple of years ago obviously every rookie has to find somebody to represent him an agent and you know we've gotten to know Lee and, and Chris really well at uh, Steinberg Sports and you know, one of the things that I find very interesting is just I like to hear the reasons why guys choose these choose Chris and, and Lee. What was what was your reasoning and why they were the guys for you? Well, I talked to a lot of uh, guys previously before I chose an agent, just asking them what what should I look for in an agent, and they told me look for a guy that isn't just trying to get money from right. you, uh, a guy that's genuinely interested in you, not only as a football player but as a person. Um, and that couldn't explain Chris any better, uh, Chris and Lee any better. Um, those guys are generally interested in you as a person. Uh, they want the best for you. Um, and, and Chris calls me on a on a daily basis. Um, not many agents do that with all their clients. So that's something that's something to be proud of. Yeah, really, really. And the other thing that I find really interesting is is you know, and Lee's been this way since day one. Uh, you know, with every player he's had, and when you've had 61 number one picks, you must be doing something right, right? Exactly. And the thing that's interesting to me is is that he puts such an emphasis on giving back, on 
setting up you know whatever it is you have a passion for and going for it off the field and making sure that that you're you're building up and helping other people through your prosperity for your blessing and through what the opportunity you have as a as a professional football player and, and, and I like that because uh, I think it's this game that's short and I think they do you a great service by putting you in a position to develop that oh absolutely um, they kind of understand the you know what kind of platform we're on right now and you know what we can do with that platform uh, regard or you know not using football you know not talking about football um, you know, you're an NFL football player, and that you use that platform to you know do good, give back to the community, and and uh, they, they really harp on that, and I, I appreciate that. Tell me about what you're doing, what your passion is, what do you got going? Uh, I, I hold some camps, um, you know, throughout the Norfolk community where I went to college. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I go back home in Atlanta, do some of that stuff. Um, so, how old are the kids in your youth camp? I like the little, you know, age five through yeah. you know, junior through high. Eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember growing up, and I went to some of those camps. How much it meant to me for yeah. you know NFL player, college player, to uh, interact with you and you know kind of do that, and it meant the world to me when I was little. So, and was, they learn and develop so fast; they they improve very quickly. Oh, exactly. And you just say a couple words to them, and and maybe it sticks with them, and maybe they get a passion for it. Um, and, that, and that's what happened to me. So hopefully, I can just give that back every camp. Maybe one kid gets, you know, influenced, and, and that's it's a successful day. You know, if you were gonna, if you you work with junior high students, I work with junior high and high school students through a drug and alcohol education program at junior highs and, and, and in uh, colleges and high schools. So I've been doing it for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, especially in your position, is, is you know, we have, we have a lot of kids who, you know, they're trying to understand what success means. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to understand, you know, what is it that I have to do to reach my dream or goal? And a lot of kids today, they they tell us that, you know, the biggest thing for them is, is, hey, maybe because of my background, because of my parents, because of mistakes I've made, something I've done, that somehow, you know, my dreams aren't attainable. What what would you tell junior high and high school kids that, that have that attitude based upon your experience? Yeah, you know, I can't really say the whole background thing i because obviously that's not, yeah you know um so i can't really harp on that stuff but but i'm talking more along the lines of life skills and character just the things that you've learned through through your experience absolutely you know if you're a good person good things happen to you um and through hard work uh dedication again good things are going to happen to you i was always told i was too short too small to do stuff i, I clearly remember a coach telling me you're not good enough to play d1 football and here I am now and almost going to my third year in the NFL and it was just things like that you just you know keep find your passion go after it work hard at work hard for it and good things will happen to you and you'll be happy well the thing that's interesting about uh, about you is, is you remind me a little bit of Danny Woodhead uh, Danny came from a small school uh, nobody wanted him said he was too small of course he's a four four I think <laughs> Uh, and, you know, Bill Belichick gave him an opportunity, proved himself on special teams, and then became a very valuable third down back for Tom Brady. Got a great contract, went to San Diego, and great guy, just like you, doing a lot of cool things. But uh, I've, I've seen that more and more in the last 10 years, that size means nothing in the NFL. I don't know. I mean, you, you got a lot of undersized guys doing very well now, a lot of you know undrafted free agents um, playing uh, a lot. And, um, I mean, you look at Julian Edelman. Yeah. Uh, I think, what was he, a fifth, sixth yeah. round pick? You know, Tom Brady, sixth round pick. Uh, Joe Montana, sixth round uh, pick. Yeah, you know, all these guys, um, it's because they love the game of football, they're passionate about it, and they want to be great at it. And, um, again, I feel like if you have that, um, you know, nothing can really stop you. Okay, so what are your goals for this year with the Vikings? Uh, right now we have 
obviously Teddy, who's hurt, um, Sam and I. Got to get him healthy, right? Yep. So if Sam's healthy, if Teddy, say Teddy isn't, can't play this year. Um, so it will be Sam and I right now. I, I would suspect that we either draft or bring in a couple right. of guys. Um, so it'll be four on the squad. And So you've got kind of an advantage because you know the offense. Exactly. You know, I know the offense. I know the players. I know what we're looking for. I know what we're trying to do. And um, so my, my goals are just go to the training camp, uh, go through the off season, try and get better, go through training camp and preseason, and, and you know do what I do what I do, and uh, hopefully be the number two. What's and, the What's the difference in year three coming into year three for you in terms of the mental part of the game? Mental part, it's a lot easier. Um, again, rookie year. I, I remember going up to my my first snap in a preseason game it was Hall of Fame game against the Steelers, and coach called this paragraph long play, and I go up and it was a run play. <laughs> And it was I think like, I know how this is going to end. It was, killed, it was killed to a pass point. I was like, I have no idea what's going on right now. I was like, just don't fumble the snap and, you know, get him the ball. So well, once that first snap went through, it was so much easier. And uh, But, again, sitting back and really soaking everything in for two years, um, I feel like I've gotten to be a, a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Heineke for the Minnesota Vikings. And, Taylor, we wish you nothing but the best this year with the Vikings. And uh, hopefully Teddy's going to be better. That was, like you said, a a really bad injury. Mm -hmm. He's got a bright future. Hopefully he'll be back. Absolutely. Uh, But uh, we wish you guys a good season this year, and thanks for coming by. We appreciate you sharing some things with us on Sold Out Sports Talk. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, www.fspn.net, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.